You ever really want to scare yourself? Ask yourself the question, do you hear yourself? Like, people ask me, like, if I say something that they might consider off the wall crazy, what have you. They're like, do you hear yourself? But ask yourself that. (laughs) Then, if you really, really are honest with yourself, you might just freak yourself out. Um, Sometimes... I am, I have a completely open mind, maybe too open. So I, things that I find fathomable or possible, uh, it can, it can, it can span the gamut of subjects, um, conspiracies, uh, theories, what have you. Honestly, I just believe anything is possible because I feel like With my limited knowledge, how could I possibly know or even judge the the veracity of something? You know, so if somebody says, you know, there was like a one ton or a a 200 foot shark in the ocean or something, I'm inclined to believe it because how would I know? You know, somebody could actually tell you or I absolutely anything and we really don't have any recourse to prove it right or wrong some people use like the scientific method like use science as the gauge some people use the bible or religion as the gauge but when you really think about it i've been on this earth 46 some years how much could i actually possibly know i am a firm believer in my gut my gut instincts i believe my intuition is key and the reason why I've kind of defaulted to an intuition-only belief system, not now mind you, uh, you know, I go with observation as well. <laughs> like if, if somebody says, is this cooked and the chicken is still pink? No, it's not cooked. It still needs to cook, right? So, I mean, we're not talking, we're, let's, we're talking in common sense here. But I'm talking about in th- things like I used to, um, hey, Live Love Lux, manifesting the life unlimited. Welcome, welcome back. I'm your lovely host, Nicole. Let's get right into it. I used to be a fan of those like horror stories where a house was uh, haunted. I can I would sit and watch these like do like a whole like marathon of it and watch it because I was I'm like because I tend not to believe in ghosts per se, you know, but I would never challenge anybody who did. Because it's your experience. It's your perception of your world, right? But I would be sitting here watching these instances. Now I've heard things go bump in the night, just like everybody else. You know, be sitting in the house alone. You hear some footsteps, whatever. And immediately, because I don't want to freak myself out, I'll say, eh, whatever. I don't don't know what that was and I really don't care. It's not here for me. (laughs) Whatever it is, right? I wouldn't consider that a ghost encounter. I wouldn't consider that something that I'd worry about. But I'd watch these these episodes where these people were living in a house and all of a sudden they're waking up with bruises and scratches. They're waking up to their possessions being, uh, you know, thrown across the room and, you know, symbols and, uh, you know, all kinds of physical, visible phenomena that something had been in their house that night. Or the worst ones, they'll wake up to something. They'll see something flying across the room, see something in the mirror, what have you. And I would be in awe because, I, first of all, I don't know how they would continue to stay in the house. A lot of them ended up leaving. But at the first instance, I would imagine. Now, 
but then then my logical mind kicks in and be like, okay, Nikki, if this was you, okay, do you have enough money to set up at a hotel? Like, can you sell your house quickly? Would anybody want to buy your haunted house? Like, then my logical mind kicks in and then you realize if something like this happened to the average person, it's not like we all have the wherewithal to just get up and go, right? Because, uh, you know, the joke is I wouldn't be there one more night. Oh, yes, you would, because where else would you be? You got one home, that's your home, and you don't have no place else to. By the morning time, you've already talked yourself out of whatever you thought you might have seen the night before. Let's be real, right? That's exactly what, ha- what would happen. But I don't question people's experiences because, one, I'm not in their brain. I'm not in their head. So how, how could I question it? I don't question what they've seen or what I think that they may have seen or not seen. So I'm pretty, I am pretty open to things like that. But things like that, I have not had those experiences. Uh, I've had some experiences, which I would say are supernatural or otherworldly. And in my head, when I'm thinking about them, you know, I'm like, they sound logical. I experience them, but I could imagine an outside observer listening to me explain them and saying, do you hear yourself? Do you hear what you're saying? You know, so let's take that and let's combine that with your internal monologue. Okay. Now there are statistics out there, which I would like to find the source of, I'm still looking for the source of, let's say 30 to 50% of people don't have an internal monologue. I do. I talk to myself all the time and answer. Yes. Sign me up. That's me. Um, I work things out in my head and I'm, I mean, if 30 to 50% don't have one, obviously 30 to 50% do. And I'm in that, I'm in that, uh, or, uh, I'm in that camp. So, but, uh, I can't imagine, you know, not having that back and forth now what what some of the uh, anecdotes are is that people who don't have an internal dialogue monologue they think in pictures they see images for things so that's interesting I mean I can visualize that's part of one of the foundational manifestation techniques is visualization so I don't have a problem doing that but I would say that is not my default that's something I actually have to tell myself to do. Like, um, but not now if I'm doing like a, if someone is doing like a guided visualization with me and they're like, imagine a dog, imagine a boat sailing and the sky is green and all that, you know, I'm imagining that stuff. Um, but when I'm working things out and I'm talking about things, I am there, I'm back and forth, back and forth with, with myself. So, but in manifestation, an internal monologue is important because that's actually the aspect of ourselves that manifests, right? So what we tell ourselves or what we speak out verbally, audibly, a lot of times is an edited version of what we actually think. Have you ever caught yourself bullshitting? That's a weird feeling too. Like, have you ever caught yourself <laughs> and you've said something, something has leapt between your lips outside in the air and you know you are full of crap when you say that thing right and it is a funny thing because I notice as I get older I do that more where I'll be saying something I do not believe one bit 
And I have had to catch myself falling into that default because it's, it's, this is what they want to hear. This is the response that they want to hear from me. They don't want to hear my real response. This is my edited version, right? But when we're talking about manifestation and focus, words matter. What you speak matters. Also, I mean, also that internal monologue, dialogue matters, yes. But think about how many things that you speak into being, if you will, that you don't even believe. I mean, it's for example, it's like, oh, you know, this job is killing me, right? Is the job killing you? No. Is it the idea that the job is killing you? Yes. Will the job eventually kill you? In my opinion, yes, because you that's what you want. That's what you keep saying. That's what you keep claiming, right? But how much do we, what do we have to do in order to change that? I believe number one is awareness. You have to be aware of these things. I believe that the majority of us are, are in autopilot. We are coasting our way through life. I can't tell you. Somebody asked me, um, they said, hey, do you remember what happened last Thursday um, around lunchtime? And I was like, last Thursday? That's a whole lifetime ago. Last Thursday? I have no idea what happened last Thursday. I don't even know. I don't even know what I was doing last Thursday. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on half the time, let alone have to have to remember something specific. And it, it's funny because I like I again in awareness, I was like, okay, so what happened last Thursday? Okay, let's take it back. Well, last yesterday I did this, and then the day before that I did that, and then Friday was this, and then Thursday. Okay, Thursday at lunchtime, I was wearing this, and I was like we are on autopilot so that we're not necessarily aware of what we're doing any given day unless you are on a schedule you know you ha- you know okay well last thursday i was at work last thursday I was at the gym last thursday I was at uh you know you have a targeted schedule to work around me i i have a very flexible schedule so on any given day i'm doing different things on any given week, I'm doing different things. So what what I did last Thursday is not necessarily the thing that I'm doing next Thursday. So for me to go back and think about these things, I have to actually kind of go back uh, through my mental receipts of what I was doing to get to last Thursday. And sometimes I still don't know what happened last Thursday. Uh, I do spend a lot of my life in autopilot. And that's a lack of awareness. That's a lack of being in the moment. And you miss a lot of things. And I think that's where we find ourselves being inauthentic in how we speak about things. I'm not saying that you have to hurt people's feelings or hurt your own feelings or speak against something. Like sometimes it's not appropriate to give what you really feel. I mean, obviously, if somebody's really like, and I'm not. I'm not saying lie to somebody, but like if somebody asks me an opinion of something and, I, you know, I will lean towards the positive. It's like, oh, do you like this outfit? You know, if they want my if it's the type of person that I know through history that they really do want my honest opinion, I'll be like, I've seen you in better things. You know, if it's somebody that I don't know really well and I'm not sure how they're going to take it, I might say, 
oh, you know, it's a good, it, it works with your eyes or your hair or something, you know, I, but you know, I'm not going to, and I don't give false compliments. Like if, you know, if I don't, I'm not, I, I really tell people when they look fabulous and that doesn't mean like, that's not just a physical, they could just be glowing. You know what I mean? They could just be in a great mood and I would give people feedback based off of you know, their energy. It's not all about physically. Sometimes, they, you know, you could be in sweatpants and you could look amazing because you feel amazing about yourself. And that reflects, we, we bounce off of each other, right? So what I want you to take away from this and what I want you to think about is, do you hear yourself? Do you really hear yourself? We're talking about manifestation. We're talking about, you know, how to have the the life unlimited you limit yourself with your speech. I limit myself with my speech. It's a constant battle like to work on how I talk about things. And, you know, I will be really aware. But awareness, awareness is hard because we live in a society that wants us to escape. Escape through media, escape through uh, sensation, food, drink, you know, illicit substances, what have you. Like we are in a, a culture that wants us to relax, escape, you know, tune out. So being a, being awareness or having awareness, excuse me, it's not, it is not the trend. <laughs> it, it is the obstacle many times because if you're aware, you can unconsciously just take in information that controls you, that directs you to a, a certain thought process, a certain political belief, a certain, you know, a re religious affiliation, a, a certain cultural thing. You can just blindly take that information in and act on it and not realize that you are acting on something that you don't know if you necessarily are completely uh, in alignment with. I've done that before. I have participated in dialogues with people not myself <laughs> with other people on subjects that I really did not care about and I picked a side and I I didn't care I didn't care like fundamentally I didn't care but here I was being drawn into a debate because it was a cultural debate it was a society debate everybody's talking about it. everybody's talking about you know I'll give you a perfect example it, you know, at the time of me recording this, uh, you know, Cat Williams just came out with a very uh, interesting interview with Shannon Sharp. And he talked a lot about Hollywood and uh, other comedians and celebrities. And he shared a lot of information about some of the behind the scenes workings of, uh, you know, stardom and what it takes to be a star, what, what it really takes to be a star, right? Okay. All of this is very, very interesting. But how does it affect my daily comings and goings? It doesn't. Whether or not, you know, somebody was forced to wear a dress in order to achieve a uh, 5, 10, 200 million dollar payday, it really didn't trickle down to me. Let's be, let's be honest, right? It doesn't trickle down to me. I am entertained by the majority of the people that he mentioned, and I'm entertained by him. And I was entertained by the interview. <laughs> But my daily life, you know, my children, my loved ones, um, you know, is it affected by this information? No, not one bit. It affects me in no way other than the fact that I focus 
I focus on it. I'm aware of it. And maybe I pick a side. Do I like Cat Williams? Do I like Kevin Hart? Do I like Steve Harvey? Do I, you know, did I like Bernie Mac? Like, I mean, okay, these people entertained me, but I've never met any of these people. And I may never meet any of these people. And these people may never have a direct impact on my life other than to entertain me. But to take an opinion, well, was he justified in what he said? Is he, was it sour grapes? Um, it, was he lying? You know, is he jealous? Like, like to take an opinion, to take the energy that it takes to believe whether or not what he was saying was valid enough, uh, valid or not. That's how you get drawn in, right? And now you're not taking that energy to make your life valid in some way, to make your life, you know, am I, if I was an aspiring comedian, yeah, maybe this might be interesting. Maybe I need to take notes. Maybe I need to know what's going to be expected of me. But I'm not an aspiring comedian. And I, I, you know, honestly, I could care less other than it's interesting. It's something to talk about. It's titillating. It's somebody else's deep, dark secrets as opposed to my deep, dark secrets, right? I don't have to focus on my life and where I'm feeling at and where I'm not in awareness of who I am because I can focus on whether or not Kevin Hart is an industry plant, right? Isn't that interesting to talk about? When I see somebody that I want to connect with, can we, can't we jointly connect on whether or not Kevin Hart is talented or not? Or can we jointly connect on, hey, Nicole, are you doing what you need to be doing to get to the place that you need to get? You know, whatever said about any of these people, from what I can see, whether or not I know it's true, they all appear to be hard workers, right? They all appear to be working towards their dream, but maybe they don't even exist, right? How do, how do I have never met these people? They might just be AI bots. Like, okay, that's an allusion to my last episode. But what I'm trying to say is it's, it's an energy drain. It's something to take your focus and awareness off of your own life and what you're doing. And ask yourself, do you hear yourself? Do you actually hear yourself when you're, BS, when you're BSing yourself, when you're BSing somebody else? Listen, Take heed if you are the 50% that does have an internal dialogue, or maybe you have an internal visualization system. What are you doing? You know, what, what are you really thinking about? Why I like manifestation, why I like the law of assumption and the law of attraction is it gets the focus back to you, right? You could, I know people that have nothing going on for them, absolutely nothing going on for them. They are, they're into their local football team. They are into what's going on in, in, in celebrity. They're into politics. They're into religion. All these external things, right? And they don't have a life or a thought of their own. You could ask them, I've, I've talked to people where I've, I've asked them a question about X, Y, and Z, and they don't have an opinion. That's fine. But do they not have an opinion because th- their only focus is things that are outside of themselves? Or, or best, better yet, talking to people about themselves. I'm a person, I'm, I, you know, maybe it's like, you know, the journalist inside of me, but I love to ask people about themselves. Tell me, what makes you tick? What makes you move? What are you all about? I love to talk to people about themselves because I like to hear 
how people think about the world. And you'd be surprised. You know, a lot of times we're going into conversations and we're talking about ourselves. You know, we can't wait to tell somebody, hey, I just bought a house or I'm getting married or, you know, um, this happened, that happened. I, you know, I just got a new job. We, we're so itching to tell people about our lives and we should be. We should be proud. But stop and, you know, also take heed of what somebody else is going through and, you know, or what somebody else's life is about. It's, it's really interesting. And I think that's the secret to like true connection. But hey, look, it's time. It's time to uh, wrap this up. And I just wanted to talk about that internal monologue. And I wanted to talk about the awareness and do you really hear yourself? Do you really hear what you're saying? about yourself to yourself inside yourself like pay attention to these things this is part of the key of manifestation is being aware of what you really think how you really think how your mind really works you know don't get bogged down with all the distractions and all the titillating information images and and uh, news and politics out there because honestly I mean, it affects you, but it doesn't affect you. You know, I went to bed after this interview and I got up after this interview and I was still the same person. I wasn't a different person. This information didn't change me, didn't change how I viewed this person or that person because, you know, I'm really weighing like, wow, I really, you know, well, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't really care. I'm interested in it when my, my focus is on it, but it doesn't change my life either way. So, hey, thanks for listening to me and welcome to your life. Talk to you soon.